we're speaking to Mario Canseco from the polling firm Research Co. They put out a new poll today. Uh, they conducted an online survey, of, which is representative of the provincial sample among decided voters. Uh, 48% uh, said that they would uh, vote BCNDP if an election were held today. That's up to two points since the last poll they conducted in May. Now, here's the surprising part. BC United is at 20% support. That's down 13 points. And the Conservative Party of BC is at 19%, so one point below BC United. And they're up 15 points since the last poll in May. And the Green Party is in fourth place with 12% support. Uh, Joining us now to talk a little bit about today's poll and past polls, and particularly what number two and number three look like, is um, Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Good afternoon, Richard. Ooh, Jazz, this is quite the poll. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is quite the poll. And uh, for political junkies like us, we kind of look at this and go, well, either this is a one-off, there's some challenges that over the BC United, or maybe this is a tectonic shift in BC politics. I don't know. What do you uh, take from all this today? Basically, the conversations I'm having with people, this is not a one-off. I'm told that the internal polls that parties are doing show similar things to this. And we should expect to see a bunch of polls over the next few weeks. Uh, Mid-October will be a year out from the scheduled 2024 provincial election. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's often a time where pollsters like to go out uh, and ask British Columbians how they are feeling to get a sense of what this looks like. And we know the old adage, Jazz, the only poll that matters is the one on election day. But these types of polls give us a sense of how people are feeling right now. And the fact that the Conservative Party of BC is surging shows that on the right wing of the political spectrum, there are voters that are looking for a place to call home. Uh, And it also shows there is likely a lot of brand confusion here. The people do not know what BC United is as we see their popularity plummet. We saw them struggle in the by-election here on Vancouver Island in Langford, Wanda Fuca. All of that is not a good sign for Kevin Falcon. The other thing in this poll that is a really, really bad sign uh, is when voters are asked whether they would consider casting a ballot for certain parties, Mm -hmm. the NDP is way up in front at 51%. The Conservatives are second at 37%. The Greens are third at 35%. And BC United is sitting at fourth at 32%. So that's not decided voters. That's just whether people are considering the option of BC United. If you're Kevin Falcon looking at all this, that is not a good sign at all. And a lot of work has to be done. You'll be hearing a lot on CKNW, my guess is over the next year, about what BC United is. The former BC Liberals need to really launch that rebrand. Uh, but it's obviously not resonating with voters quite yet. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, you know, I keep hearing about this campaign, potentially they may be running on, on a variety of radio stations and TV uh, stations across this province. Uh, you know, for that to happen in a cluttered media environment, first of all, you need to spend a lot of dollars, number one. Number two, you have to have time to sustain it, not over just six months or a year, but two years and three years. And as you said, the election is next October. Uh, is there a runway for them to to actually have make an impact in the sort of consciousness of BC voters and say, it's us, we're the old BC Liberals, our traditional supporters come our way, or they just run out of runway? We've never seen anything like this in British Columbia. Well, we've had seismic shifts at a provincial level. They have happened in elections. Like you look back to 1991 and the implosion of the Social Credit Party, 
That was the social credit party imploding, the BC Liberals doing better than expected, and the NDP forming government. And over time, the BC Liberals became home for these free enterprise coalition voters. This is a forced name change. The BC Liberals, in essence, told the electorate, oh, we're changing to BC United. At the same time, the Conservative Party said, not so fast. You know, we are going to speak to the concerns that conservatives are feeling. And of course, John Rustad, the party's leader, is riding the coattails of Pierre Polyev and the federal conservatives. But he's riding them for now effectively, at least based on this polling. And there will be some shifting. The conservatives have historically polled much better than they've done in elections. Mm -hmm. But this time feels different. You know, I don't think you could read this poll and say, oh, look, the conservatives are challenging to be official opposition. It's going to take time to get there. Mm -hmm. But you do need to look at this poll and say there are voters out there who feel disenfranchised, who feel they don't have a political home. And as you mentioned, that's, uh, you know, the media broke it up in the way that it is. It's hard to get people to understand these new political brands. People know what conservative means. They don't know what BC United means. And they may by election time. But by then it may be too late and people may say, I like conservative ideals. I'm going to vote for the conservatives, even though that may not be the traditional free enterprise party in this province. And I would suspect as the months go on, there'll be much more pointed questions directed at John Rustad, the BC conservative leader. You know, here's a guy who was in cabinet in 2016, supported Soji as a cabinet, now says he wants to to, to ban it and bring in uh, anti-bullying legislation instead. He was in cabinet when they approved, or sorry, in caucus. Uh, when they approve the carbon tax. Now he says he wants to get rid of it or he has concerns over it. So, you know, you can't have it both ways. So I would see more pointed questions directed at him as well. Uh, and I think that'll be part of the issue. Um, in regards to that bounce that you said, uh, it's not like Mr. Rustad, I don't think at this point, is resonating in Metro Vancouver. Where I mean, my, my issue here is that if Mr. Falcon is fighting to keep those conservative voters, or at least to make sure Mr. Rustad doesn't gain in regards to those conservative voters, who's spending all that time going after the uh, the federal liberal part of that coalition? Or is that just sort of lost? And that's part of it I understand is you can't just be fighting Mr. Rustad on one side for the conservative vote. You still got to worry about that centrist Metro Vancouver voter who isn't a conservative as well. You got to attract some of those. Yeah, and those voters are frustrated clearly in some regards with issues like cost of living, concern about housing, concern about public safety, our health care system. Uh, but they have felt comfortable, in essence, with the way the NDP have gone about doing things. Clearly, this poll shows that David Eby has confidence of those voters. Kevin Falcon is courting those voters, but his numbers on a personal level are low, and they have been pre-name change and post-name change. There's still a sentiment around the previous BC Liberal government dating back to Christy Clark. And Kevin Falcon is so intrinsically linked to Gordon Campbell and those Liberal days transitioning into Christy Clark when we started to see the unaffordability crisis, the challenges with public transit, the challenges getting childcare, and Kevin Falcon's favorability numbers reflect that frustration. Where the Conservatives can make a big difference, and, and again, it's going to be hard for them to win a lot of seats. But every vote they get largely takes away from BC United, and that means we'll have vote splitting on the right, and it will make it easier for the BC NDP to win seats in Metro Vancouver, out to the edges of Langley and Abbotsford and Chilliwack, all through Metro Vancouver, and all of that makes it much easier for David Eby uh, to win re-election. The surge the Conservatives are feeling 
Yes, not Metro Vancouver specific, but look in the Fraser Valley. Mm -hmm. They're now sitting second based on this poll. 26% of voters in the Fraser Valley say they'll vote Conservatives. The NDP leading in every major region. And the NDP is even leading in northern BC, which is uh, crazy to me, uh, with the Conservatives uh, sitting second at 23%. So I don't know how this boils down to reality, uh, but there's a lot in here, obviously, to unpack that would profoundly uh, shift or electoral map, have the NDP pick up seats they couldn't dream of picking up a few years ago, including uh, potentially in Kamloops and Kelowna and so many other areas, while potentially leading to you know a real implosion of the BC United support. Again, we're a year out, but all these things based on this poll and others we've seen seem now to be the, in the realm of possibility. May we live in interesting times, and clearly we do. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> We'll have lots of coverage leading up to that election, Jazz, I promise. <laughs> there you go. That is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter.